0: Just because I didn't tell you the truth, doesn't mean I lied. Hello everyone, I'm Elizabeth Dyer and I am your host of Unleash Your Christ Confidence. Did that make sense to you? Did that sound truthful? Just because I didn't tell you the truth, doesn't mean I lied? Today, we're going to get into lies, lies, and more lies. What they do to us, what they mean to us, and why we sometimes do it. When we go to Proverbs chapter 6, verses 16 through 19, the new King James Version says, "These six things the Lord hates." Yes, seven are an abomination to Him: A proud look, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked plans, feet that are swift and running to evil, a false witness who speaks lies, and one who slows discord among brethren. There's lies mentioned in there twice. Once being a false witness, so t- saying that someone done something or didn't do something that they did, and a lying tongue in general. God seems to take lying pretty seriously, but throughout the scripture, we learn about a lot of people that have lied. And to understand these things, we need to understand why people lie. Why do you lie? Why do I lie? One of the reasons people find themselves trapped in lies is fear. When we go back to Genesis chapter 20, we learn about um, Abraham and Sarah traveling. They're journeying from the south and they're traveling through King Abimelech's territory. And in that, now Abraham said of Sarah, she, Sarah his wife, she is my sister. And so then King Abimelech took Sarah and brought her into his home. We find out that God starts cursing Abimelech because of this. And Abimelech brings Abraham before him. Why did you lie to me? And in their conversation, Abraham answers. And Abimelech called Abraham and said to him, What have you done to us? How have I offended you that you have brought on me and on my kingdom a great sin? You have done deeds to me that ought not be done. And Abimelech said to Abraham, What did you have in view that you have done this thing? And Abraham said, Because I thought, surely the fear of God is not in this place, and they will kill me on account of my wife. But indeed, she truly is my sister. She is the daughter of my father, but not the daughter of my mother. And she became my wife. So Abraham was truly afraid that he was going to be killed so that they could take Sarah for, for their wife. And so he asked her to lie. And their lies caused a lot of trouble, not just for themselves, but for Abimelech and his entire kingdom. And we find later, Isaac and Rebekah repeat the exact same thing. They didn't learn anything from what their father done. In another time Sarah lies, I think to avoid embarrassment and shame. You see, she has she's hearing that she's gonna have a child. And when we go to Genesis verse eighteen, twelve through fifteen, we hear, therefore Sarah laughed within herself, saying, After I've grown old, shall I have pleasure, my Lord being old also? And the Lord said to Abraham, Why did Sarah laugh? Surely, shall I surely bear a child since I am old? Is anything too hard for the Lord? At the appointed time, I will return to you according to the time of life, and Sarah shall have a son. But Sarah denied it, saying, I did not laugh, because she was afraid. And he said, No. But you did laugh. Sarah was definitely afraid. No doubt she felt some shame and embarrassment. Here are the angels of the Lord, and she's laughing at what they've said. There's other reasons people lie. Sometimes they lie because they want to maintain privacy. Instead of simply saying, I'm not going to tell you and putting up a boundary, they make up lies. It could be to deal with finances hey i don't want you to know how much i make so i'm going to make up a number instead of saying why do you need to know my finances they're mine not yours so sometimes people lie because they don't know how to set good boundaries And here in the bible we learn samson really had trouble setting boundaries with delilah and in the end we know just how much it cost him but she he samson lied to delilah again and again and again. One time telling her that if he, if he was bound with seven fresh bowstrings not yet dried, then he would lose his strength. And another time securing him with new ropes that he would become weak. And in the end, he made the mistake of telling her the truth and he lost all of his strength. And in the end, he lost his life for it what if someone lies because they want to hide their true feelings or their guilt we learned that Joseph's brothers done just that they had taken their brother taken his coat of many colors out of jealousy that was their real feelings they had some jealousy and some hatred towards their favored younger brother And so they punished him. They threw him in a pit, and eventually he was sold into slavery. But they didn't want to go tell their father that. Instead, they took that coat of many colors. And when we get into the Bible, we read the passage. So they took Joseph's tunic, killed a kid of goats, and dipped the tunic in the blood. Then they sent the tunic of many colors, and they brought it to their father and said, We have found this. Do you know whether it's your son's tunic or not? So here they have an outright lie, but they do know the truth. But he recognized it and said, It's my son's tunic. A wild beast has devoured him. Without doubt, Joseph is torn to pieces. Then Jacob tore his clothes, put sackcloth on his waist, and mourned his son for many days. And all his sons and all his daughters arose to comfort him. But he refused to be comforted and said, For I shall go down into the grave to my son in mourning. Thus his father wept for him. Their their deceit caused their father a whole lot of pain and anguish for many years. Of course, we know how the story ends. And God turned this into something good and saved not just Joseph, but his entire family as a result and increased the Israelites as a result as well. Now, sometimes people will lie or perhaps argue with God in this case because they want something to be true. In the New Testament, Jesus has told Peter that he will deny him three times. Peter's, no, I will not. But we learned very quickly that he did this. When we get into Luke chapter 22, a servant girl, seeing him as he sat by the fire, looked intently at him and said, this man was also with him. But he, being Peter, denied him, saying, woman, I do not know him. And after a little while, another saw him and said, You are also of them. But Peter said, Man, I am not. Then after an hour had passed, another confidently affirmed, saying, Surely this fellow was with him, for he is a Galilean. But Peter said, Man, I do not know what you are saying. Immediately while he was speaking, the rooster crowed. And the Lord turned and looked at Peter. Then Peter remembered the word of the Lord, how he had said to him, Before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times. So Peter went out and wept bitterly. He didn't want that to be true. But he was not as strong as he had wanted to be or believed himself to be. Despite everything he had seen, being with Jesus for all that time. We also learn that people will lie to avoid consequences and punishment. Cain lied. When we go back into Genesis 4, 6 through 15. So the Lord said to Cain, why are you angry? Why has your countenance fallen? If you do well, will you not be accepted? And if you do not do well, sin lies at the door and its desire is for you, that you shall rule over it. Now Cain talked to Abel, his brother, and it came to pass when they were in the field that Cain rose up against Abel, his brother, and killed him. And the Lord said to Cain, where is Abel, your brother? He said, I do not know. Am I my brother's keeper? And he said, What have you done? The voice of your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. So you are now cursed from the earth, which has opened its mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand. When you till the ground, it shall no longer yield its strength to you. A fugitive and a vagabond, you shall be on the earth. And Cain said to the Lord, My punishment is too great, is greater than I can bear. Surely you have driven me out this day from the face of the ground. I shall be hidden from your face. I shall be a fugitive and a vagabond on the earth, and it will happen that anyone who finds me will kill me. And the Lord said to him, Therefore, whoever kills Cain, vengeance shall be taken upon him sevenfold. And the Lord set a mark upon Cain, least anyone finding him should kill him. Cain didn't want to face the consequences of what he had done, so he lied to God, even though, of course, God already knew the truth. And another reason, and the final reason we'll talk about today, but definitely not the only reason people lie, is to actually influence and deceive others. And there's a prime example of this in Genesis chapter 3. Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, Has God indeed said, You shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, we may eat the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God said you shall not eat, nor least you touch, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. So everything's great but this one, right? Then the serpent said to the woman, "You will surely not die, for God knows that the day you eat of it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil." Serpent wasn't fully lying. They didn't die immediately, but it began the process of death. So the serpent's basically saying, even though I didn't tell you the truth, I didn't lie. It's not not a lie, just, just a little twist. Because the serpent wanted them to eat of the fruit. Not because the fruit was great, but because he wanted to separate them and all of us from God, and put that division there. In every single case, we find that these people feel lying was justified. Abraham to save his life, Sarah to avoid the shame, Samson to maintain his privacy, even though he finally gave it up. Joseph's brothers not wanting to face the consequences or tell their father how they really felt about their brother, Cain wanting to hide his murder, and and Peter really wanting it to be true, really wanting to be strong, but finding out that, that fear took hold instead. Yes, there's no doubt that every time we lie, we find some way to justify it in our own minds, if nothing else. But God already knows the truth. And lying just causes us double trouble. Not only do we have to face the consequences for the wrong, but now we're also falling into sin by lying about it. Imagine how different the world would be if Adam and Eve would have went straight to God and said, we messed up. What would have happened to Peter if he would have told the truth? Would he have been crucified along Jesus? Possibly. But he also might have had a chance to begin ministering to those people who knew who he was. What if Sarah and Abraham wouldn't have lied? Abimelech's nation could have avoided some consequences. And obviously, Abimelech did not like the consequences that were brought upon him. Yes, in the end, when we lie, we're just continuing to separate ourselves from God. In the Bible, Jesus calls Satan the father of lies. And we have to choose which side we're on. In the end, any lies we tell, no matter how justified we feel, are going to cause separation with, between ourselves and God but God's forgiving and he wants us to repent because he tells us Proverbs 19.9, a false witness will not go unpunished and he who speaks lies shall perish. But he also tells us there's forgiveness and to have forgiveness, we have to repent and we have to confess. So in the end, we've got to tell the truth. So I don't know about you, but I'd rather tell the truth to start with. Tell me about a time someone's lied to you. What did it do to your friendship? What did it do to your relationship? If it's still a friendship there at all. What's it done in your marriage? How has lies hurt you? And how have you hurt others with your lies? Let's go in prayer. Father God, we just thank you and praise you that we can be forgiven when we fall, no matter how far we fall. Lord, we just ask that you reveal any lies in our heart, Lord, any deceit that is there, and that you take it away. Lord, and you bring your truth in its place, for truth and lies cannot coexist, and you are the truth. And we want you to have all... (laughs) The real estate in our heart, Lord. So cast these lies out and bring your truth in. We thank you and praise you for all that you've done for us. In Jesus' holy name, amen. Go forth in truth, my friends. Go forth in truth.